ever get that feeling where you feel like you should be doing something, but that's kind of the only reason why you're doing this thing that either you've been doing for a long time or it feels really foreign to you? Well, that is how I was living my life for a good couple of years. And I got to say, I am so glad I, in that sense, right, because it's very easy to fall into the shoulds, I stopped living life from a a working, a a, a vocation, uh, this is what I'm going to do for money prospect or for, you know, working for the reason that I feel like I should be doing it rather than what actually lights me up and brings me joy. So I'm going to break that down very, very shortly. But first of all, I just want to tell you that the doors to my podcast mastery class or course is opening soon. So if you are listening to this podcast and you want to learn how to create one, well, I have got your back. The podcast mastery course is an awesome, super supportive online course that's going to take you from having no idea where to start, falling down the rabbit hole of like, what equipment should I use? What microphone do I need? What do I record with? If you have asked yourself any of those questions and you've been a little bit overwhelmed and confused, that's okay because Podcast Mastery is here to help you and to make it so much easier. Head on over to sanctuarymedia.co forward slash free and download any of the goodies that are there. They're free for you. And I give this to you for free because I want to help you. I feel like the world needs more stories and storytellers and sharers and beacons, microphones to share the stories that bring people up. And that is what the Misadventurous podcast is all about. It is sharing my story and hopefully you have used it or it has helped you in some way to live a better, more enriched and fulfilled life. And I want to help you do that, be that for someone else. I believe that the world changes, the you know, change starts with a conversation and we can change the world from these conversations. It's just about sharing them. So. If you want to start a podcast, head on over to sanctuarymedia.co forward slash free and download some free goodies because that is how I'm going to keep you up to date with when the doors for podcast mastery open. Your adventurous life begins the moment you step out of your comfort zone. And that's why I started the Misadventurous podcast. I'm Tiffany Rouge and I'm all about personal growth, changing through setbacks, standing strong in the face of injustice and defining your own worth. I'm your host and I'm connecting you with knowledge, voices and stories of success. Women who have channeled their inner lady boss, business leaders, spirituality and connection so that you can enjoy your life, make some serious bank and live the life that you choose. For a long time, I felt like I should be a top-notch radio announcer in a metropolitan city. Now, for those of you who are newcomers to the podcast, I was a radio announcer and 
it was not feeding my soul. I worked for 13 years to get to where I was, which was like a drive show, which is all, it's like second best, second highest um, show on a station besides breakfast in like a regional market. So I was second best show in a second best market because there's Metropolitan, which is like your Sydney's, your Vancouver's, your Nairobi's and your Auckland's. That's like the biggest, biggest top of the top, top of the game. Wow. And then you have like regional, which is like Adelaide, um, Christchurch and, you know, just smaller cities that aren't the bigger ones that you have a little bit more room for error there, right? So I I was coming in second and there was, you know, I was tipped to be, um, I like I was named top talent to watch in 2019. And then I just got Delta Blow. Just it occurred to me that I don't want this anymore. I don't want this life. I don't want to feel like I should be doing this for the sake of doing it. Like I remember having conversations when I was in this show and I was, you know, second of the second and and I just thought, I don't know if I want to get to the top. I don't know what's in it for me and I'm not really feeling it. And I had some pretty deep chats with some really awesome people who had made it to the top and were kind of like, you know, like they, they were on the other side of that mountain figuring out life and, and they said, you know, it's just all about how authentic you are. And I just thought like, do I even care? And I, I felt like I should, right, because I worked for 13 years to get in and to be at this point where I was. I felt like I had been doing it for so long that I should see it out. And I felt like that that's just what I should be doing. That's what other people expected me to do. And if you're a long-time listener, that's not a new story. But it's really easy to fall into that should category. And I fell into it just with this podcast. You know, I wrote a one-year plan of things that I feel like I should say on this podcast, right? And one of them is about having an abundance mindset. And I, I started recording today and was like, I feel like that's something that I should talk about, but it's not the reason that I started the Misadventurous podcast. It's not where I am today and how I'm feeling about it because fuck shoulds, fuck the shoulds. Really, they are useless. We should take, and here we go again with the should, but honestly, if you can remove should out of your vocabulary, you will live a better life. Because when you feel like you should do something, there's no want in it for you. There's no desire. Because if you wanted to do something, you'd do it. If you felt like you should do it, it's usually some sort of expectation that has been imposed on you by something else, either society or your parents or your loved ones or your, you know, people that you work with, your peers, your schoolmates, whatever, right? Like there's an expectation that's been placed on you and you're going, shit, you're recognizing that that expectation exists and then succumbing to it and giving in to the whole thing, which could be as basic as girls should wear pink. Girls should be seen and not heard. And this is such a conditioning thing, right? Because it's really easy to give in to the should and it's hard to stand 
on your own two feet and to stand up and go, I don't want to do that. I don't need to do that. I don't have to do that. I've been listening to an incredible audiobook and you know me being a lover of podcasts you know you might think it's sacrilege that I listen to audiobooks as well as podcasts but this has genuinely changed my world and I urge any female any woman of any age to listen to it because it is so so informative about the modern-day misogyny that happens in leadership and specifically in women in leadership. So the book is called Women in Leadership and it was written by Julia Gillard who was the first female Prime Minister of Australia and um, Ngozi something or other who was awesome and she was like the leader of the World Bank. And these two women have been high, high profile, top as fuck jobs and they realized a lot of stuff and they what they did was they set out on a journey to speak to other women in power to see if the things that they had experienced were a normal or normality for other people because everyone's individual experience is always going to be their own and the thing with whatever it is that you're feeling is that you don't know that it's normal until someone else goes, oh, yeah, I feel that too. Or, oh, yeah, I did that too. Then you go, oh, okay, my situation isn't unique. And especially if it's a bad thing, it's nice to know that we're all going through it together or we're all suffering together, right? So Julia Gillard and Ngozi spoke to some really powerful people. They spoke to Hillary Clinton, um, what's May something May, Theresa May, so Hillary Clinton, we all know who she is, um, got beat out by Trump for the presidency of America. Theresa May was the PM of the United Kingdom when they were going through Brexit. Jacinda Ardern, who is the Prime Minister and recently re-elected, heck yes, um, Prime Minister of New Zealand. So just women in leadership and particularly in politics, and it's so interesting. They look at their their childhood, um, their schooling, the types of, um, you know, pathways that they had to politics and the things that they experienced, like things like becoming a mother and what it was like to become a mother, in, especially in Jacinda's case, but also like, you know, the, the ties of family on being a woman in politics as well as Oh my gosh, the huge thing of of the the harassment and the abuse that these women faced in social media. That something happened, it was like 2017, 2018 um prime ministerial elections in the UK. Something like nine women all resigned from their post of the running in in whatever leadership race in in politics it was at the time because of the backlash that they were facing on Twitter. How crazy is that, right? And these these are women that have gone, I want to make a difference. I want to make a change in my life. And then there are keyboard warriors that go and they put their expectations on these women who have a desire, who want to change the freaking world, and then they get back in should mode. Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Because other people are putting their expectations on them. How crazy is that, right? This is that whole living in should mode. These people who are putting their expectations are thinking, she shouldn't be doing that. How can she think that she should be doing this? 
And there it is. It's the terrible should word that shouldn't exist, you know? It's a really important thing to be mindful of when, first of all, when you're interacting with other people, but also when you're interacting with people online. So I just want you, and this can be a really hard thing to do because when you are in the the heat of the moment and you're typing away on your keyboard, you forget about logic and you forget about what you would really say to someone in person if they were standing in front of you and you were having that discussion with them. You forget all about that because you're sitting in your comfortable home, feeling very comfortable, thinking in expectation land and in should land and going, I should be able to say this to her. I believe that she shouldn't be doing this or she should be doing that, not over here talking about these things. She shouldn't be doing that. There's that word. So maybe, right, next time you get into a situation of when you're thinking about how and what other people should and shouldn't be doing, maybe you should just ask yourself, right, should I be doing this? So instead of putting those expectations on others, put those expectations on yourself and ask because the only should we should be asking is should I be doing this rather than they shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing this. I don't think you should do that. That's putting that expectation and that on other people. Turn that spotlight inwards. So when you start talking in shoulds, that should be, and here I go again, right? Like here I am preaching it. But when you say should and it's about someone else, maybe have that and turn that into your reminder about should I be saying this? Because for me, now that I'm talking about shoulds, I do. I want to share this. I feel like I should be sharing this with you. Because it's important that you check yourself before you riggedy wreck yourself. Thank you, Grandmaster Flash. But honestly, it's not an easy thing to do and it won't happen overnight. But the change in behavior starts from one small little thing. And I say it so many times that at least some point, at some point it will sink in. But mindfulness is really important for that, right? And if you are a meditator, you will know what I'm talking about. It's capturing your mind out on things. So when you hear the word should, you can turn that spotlight inwards. But you need to be able to catch your mind out on it first. So when it comes to being able to catch your mind out on it, start a meditation practice. Even if it is for like five minutes a day, you will thank me your mental health will thank yourself and you will be able to grow this mindfulness within your life, okay? So well worth trying it for at least 28 days, five minutes a day for 28 days and just see how you go. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? 
So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it. Thank you.